All right. This is the East Nashville Yacht Club, Yacht Club podcast. Uh, I'm not used to saying that part. Ah. <laughs> this is a, so this is a new episode. Uh, we have Dola White with us this week. It's good to be here. My name's Jason. So I'm not used to doing He always does the intro. Yes. Like, Kellen's not here with us whatsoever, okay. and Kellen always does the intro. So I botched that all up. Yeah, and then you're playing this music back here, and it's just you and I in here, which... I feel like you might play this music with your wife when you're trying to uh, consummate. Yes. Um, no, that's it's typically uh, money bag yo. Okay. <laughs> <Good. laughs> I thought you were going to say R. Kelly. And money bag yo is way better to consummate too than R. Kelly these days. So uh, uh, these days, <laughs> these days, yes. yes. Uh, you know, uh, speaking of uh, consummate and people who consummate with minors. Uh, so oh I, found, so I found this out. Did you know that Ted Nugent has a song called Jailbait? I know that Ted Nugent. I know there's been some pedophilia claims against Ted Nugent. Yes, I know. I knew that. I, I had no had a song clue. Yeah. So this song it specifically talks about a 13 year old and how he's trying to get with her, and uh, then he ends up getting arrested at the end. And he asks the police officer if he wants to join in on it. This is true. This, this is, is true. This and is. They allow this man to talk about so political issues. That's what I was. Yeah, and he's talking about a, sh- a school shooting currently <laughs> yes, and okay. our children's uh, safety. He's, but it did. It made me like. So it came out seventies, early eighties, uh-huh. and I was like, so, so Ted, <laughs> when he had this song idea, he brought it to his band. <laughs> they were like, cool. Yes. He brought it in a recording studio. <laughs> he brought cool that it. to a record label, <laughs> and they were like, yeah, yeah, it's fine. Well, then he brought it to to radio. <laughs> They were like, it's fine. Every, so at, at no step did no. anyone say, Ted. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe. 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 I, got better, I got a better idea. Write a song about a grown woman. What if, Ted? What, what if? if she's 18? <laughs> what, I'm just going to throw this out there for you. He's like, nope. No. no, no, it, no. The song doesn't work. It doesn't she's work. 13. And I'm going to become a, uh, a right-wing talk host one day. to so. He has went nuts, but he knows his base. Yes, he does. Uh, and there's something to be said for that, but he knows his base for sure. And apparently, even... they're very forgiving. Uh, it sounds like it. Yeah. <laughs> because isn't isn't like the QAnon thing like uh, they're like against child trafficking? They think that's a big deal. Oh gosh, and I didn't think about it from that got, way. Oh, then dang. Ted Nugent, your guy with the song. Ooh, man, you're right. Yeah, oh, it kind of does go. <laughs> Have you wa- have you ever watched? Uh, there's a documentary I forgot what on what HBO. It, it might be on HBO. It's something about like Eye of the Storm or something. QAnon something through like the that. storm or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. So I watched it and how was it? Amazing. Was it really? Oh my god! The people behind like 4chan or 8chan or whatever the the website. I think it was 4chan. It may have, it was something like that. Yeah. They are. It's almost like they're written from a comic book evil person. And then they're like, you'll watch the first episode and you'll be like, what is Dolo White talking about? Yeah. And then you'll watch the second episode and right then you're like, this guy looks like a, like a Marvel evil character. Like, what, <laughs> what, what the fuck happened here? We really jumped into it. Yeah, we really did. I don't know. We really and you were worried about, you were worried about not, not doing worried. it without Kellen. What were we going to talk about without Kellen? Yeah. Uh, well, clearly QAnon. Start with Ted Nugent. <laughs> we're going to Ted Nugent QAnon. Yes. We said R. Kelly and that took me yes. there. But I haven't seen that yet. I've wanted to watch it. You should watch it. Dude, I just love all those documentaries on I HBO. HBO is killing it on documentaries. I, yeah, I, I can watch, I can watch documentaries all day. Did you watch the Tony Hawk one? I didn't. I loved it. Did you, loved I, it. I do love. I, I do check in with Tony Hawk every now and again on social media because apparently he gets mistaken for Tony Hawk. 
Like all the time. All the Have you time. seen this? Yeah, he gets mistaken for Tony Hawk all the time. Yeah, it's people crazy. don't realize it's him. Yes. Well, so so I had one experience like that. So uh, we were going to Hawaii, and there was a, a malfunction on the flight, and we had to make an emergency landing back in L.A. And when we get back in the airport, I saw this guy. I'm like, look at that motherfucker over there. He looks like Al Sharpton. <laughs> it was Al Sharpton? It was Al Sharpton. <laughs> so I ended up asking. I was like, man, nobody's going to believe me. I saw Al Sharpton. So I asked him for a picture. And uh, and he said yes, and then so I got a selfie with Al Sharpton, and then afterwards you could hear him tell his handler, "Hey, don't let anybody else yeah. do that." <laughs> and I didn't realize until afterwards. And I sent the picture to Killer Mike. I was wearing a Run the Jewel shirt, and they're, he's not a big fan <laughs> of Al Sharpton. <laughs> Should send it to Ted Nugent. Oh, Ted heard, Nugent yeah. would have liked it. Yeah, so Clay Travis would have liked it too. <sighs> Man, uh, are you gonna get kicked out of any little league games like Clay did? No, I hope not. I hope not. What is the story on? Do you know I, the story? I know that he. I, I know that the Nashville scene ran an article that said something like they went well, in. Local man, local man gets kicked out of little league game and is not ashamed of it, yeah. or something like that was the headline. Which was <laughs> they amazing. said something. They said something like bashing him. I know they went in on Clay Travis on yeah. it. Clay yeah. Travis and I got into it on uh, Twitter one time. Are you serious? Once, yeah. I. I I used to. I, apparently, did you have to see him back when y'all worked together? I've, Clay Travis. One, he has a studio technically in our building right now. Okay. Uh, I have seen Clay Travis from here and then. I, I, not somebody I've ever spoken to. Yeah. He's clearly playing a character. Yes, because he was. If you listen to him way back in the day, it was not what it is now. Not at all. And I and I remember like liking some of the things he had to say. Yeah. I don't know, 15 years ago. I thought he was good at what he did. Yeah, and I, I think that he saw an opening for to be the Rush Limbaugh of sports, and then he literally became Rush Limbaugh, which is, <laughs> I don't know. It's not my he thing. He parlayed obviously. it into a pretty good gig. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm sure he's doing well. Uh, I always like seeing on his Twitter, uh, it seems like every time somebody brings up that Eddie George got with his wife. That what? <laughs> Have you never seen that? No. Yeah, people always bring up Eddie George got with his wife on Twitter. Oh wow, I didn't know that. <laughs> Which he's. But re- I love Eddie to death. Well, he's re- he's rebuttaled on it. He's yeah. like, who would want a wife hot enough that Eddie George would yeah. sleep with her? I'm like, well. There's, uh. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I didn't but know yeah, that. like that comes up all the time. I had no idea. And uh, I respect him as far as his ability, what he's trying to accomplish yes do. i think he's good at that yeah i don't really care for his opinions that often no he's not a very good person no <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't he doesn't have the opinions of a what i would call a uh, a good person i think he has a good opinion about one in 15 one in 15 okay uh, then maybe i'm giving him credit maybe, but i think it's so. about one in 15 <laughs> <laughs> he caught me uh is how what did you two here's get the thing it? it wasn't even that big of a deal he he was uh, apparently like uh there was a picture at a protest of uh somebody yelling at a cop right yeah. like a blm protest they were yelling at a yeah, cop it happens and he posted something about um i don't know it was like just disrespecting the cop just you know Clutching yeah. his pearls or whatever. And I'm like, it's funny you were silent about this. And it was like the Michigan, whenever they were in Michigan and they were trying to like kidnap the governor or some shit. And right. they're like yelling at the, and he called me, I think a nitwit or something like that. Here's the thing about getting tweeted by Clay Travis though. He has like an army of dumbasses that follow him. Absolutely. That take action immediately. So uh, I spent most of that day uh, going back and <laughs> forth. 
<laughs> with a bunch of idiots, which I shouldn't have done. Did you but, get any on your side? Uh, yeah, a couple. Uh, and then one person was just like uh, neutral. And I remember they were like, oh, my God, Clay Travis and Dola White are into it right now. Like they're. Hey, that is pretty cool. Yeah. It's, you know, it's not bad. I, Y'all should have came up with like a charity event together. I, 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 the only thing I would do was would be to box him and. <laughs> I I He's would pretty tall. I would love that to be <laughs> he honest. He's pretty with you. tall. I'm not even I don't even have hands. Like I'm not even a good fighter, but I feel I've lost like more my, than one. I feel like if I if I like watched a bunch of Clay Travis clips before a boxing match, that would fire me up enough to win the fight. So <laughs> I mean he'd probably fight dirty if I had to guess. Uh, yeah, he probably would. But I you know, I train with um I train with May Fitness and I feel like uh my trainer Omar would would not let me uh lose that fight. I'm so glad you weren't like I trained at Planet Fitness. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, yeah. I do a lot of boxing at Planet Fitness. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Planet Fitness. No, but I'm, I'm at Made Fitness, so that's a lot better. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, uh, Omar wouldn't let me lose it. Shout he out to Omar. he went to high school with me, and I remember people really? thinking he was a dick then. Yeah, I can see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. He was a few grades ahead of me. Yeah. So uh, there's my Nashville claim to fame. Yeah. You went to, you went to high school with you MLK. Know, you want to know a, a weird? I, you know, I, I went to high school in um, Clayton County, Georgia, which is you know south side of Atlanta, and yeah. uh, the weird Nashville Clayton County connection besides me is that in the uh, there's a Young Buck video where he has a a, a band and he mm-hmm. used my high school band. I don't know how this shit happened but he literally used the Mount Zion high school band in the video it was for uh get buck with me it was that no video kidding. yeah hey there was uh i guess while i'm thinking about it, so when i worked at a record store i remember young buck and detail did it in store and it was a big deal yeah do you what happened to detail do you know he's still around i mean he, is he still making music i i think so no kidding i think so yeah <laughs> i think so. i believe i believe so yeah. there was a moment in time <laughs> In the moment in time, yes. But I, I believe he's still making music, yeah. Young Buck was actually, like, he was really good. No, he was – people forget how famous Buck was, man. Like, I mean, it still Dude, is. I mean, still got half a million followers on Instagram, still releases Does music. Does he seriously? Yeah, no, he still releases music. And, I mean, go read through his G comments. G-Unit like, was huge. Yeah. G, I, I got a funny 50 Cent story if you want to hear it. Yeah. All right, so – they yeah, I got this. nobody to talk to. Okay, yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> you have no choice but to listen yeah. to my shit. Uh, so we they used to have this thing called Mix Show, Mix Show Power Summit, right? And they would take they would take radio people with with mix shows, and everybody would go and meet in one place. And oh, all that's the stars. All, what exactly there. is a mix show? A mix show is like when I actually DJ, like what I do at the five o'clock okay, drop. I got okay? you. I got you. So they they took a bunch of mix show DJs and they would bring us all down. So Scoob and I were. It was the first year we got here, so it was uh, we got here in December of '01, and then the Power Summit was in September of '02. So we went down to Puerto Rico for Mix Show Power Summit, and um, great experience. Yeah, I saw uh, I saw in Eight Puerto Mile. Rico. That is huh? freaking awesome in Puerto Rico. Yeah, in Puerto Rico, I saw I saw um, uh, Eight Mile. Literally, they showed us Eight Mile. Eminem was there in two rows in front of me. Holy shit! I was. Lil Kim was behind me. Missy Elliott was what? in front of me. It was fucking that, like that's how Mix Show Power Summit was. It was super dope. Uh, so anyway, so th- this was I think Fifty was starting to bubble a little bit just with people in the industry. And I remember everybody. He he came into the lobby, and everybody was like, "Oh shit, it's Fifty Cent." Oh shit, and, and Scoop and I were like, "Fuck Fifty Cent. Who the fuck is Fifty Cent?" You know what I'm saying? Like I'm all about a dollar. Who the fuck is Fifty Cent? Like mm-hmm. we were like. Why is it right on his dick? Like, I don't get it. Like, it is what it is. So we didn't get a picture with 50 then. And then we get back to Nashville. I promise you, in the club dropped, and it was the biggest record it was huge. in the world. 
And huge. I've never seen, I still to this day haven't seen a record take off that much. Scoop and I laughed about that story for years because we were like, it was a lot like that. for no reason. It was a lot like that. Damn, um, Dr. Dre had that touch with people on the, their first at songs. Like, yeah. the chronic with like nothing but a G thing. Yeah. I remember that was like a- out of stupid nowhere. Yeah. when it dropped. That was, my, that was my freshman year of high school. Oh, what's my name? Yeah. Was was dumb like that. Yeah. Um I, I mean he just I don't know if Kendrick necessarily had that only because I don't know how radio works. It's not like it was back then. No, it, it, back then you had to listen to the radio to hear You had song, to. Or you had to go buy it. One well, there was top 10. Yeah. Uh, either on you know videos, whatever. Right. There was there was something. But there I was I used to lock myself in my room and listen to radio to to hear the song that I want to hear, and you'd have to like while you were doing radio, you're talking about no, before no, 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 back in the okay. day, yeah, no, 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 back in the day, and, and it was cool that we got to catch kind of the end of that era, and then you know slowly move on to what it is today, yeah, which is I like what it is, I like what it's become today, because it's it's a lot more uh, focused on the content creator, the, the, the jock, the person that's there talking than it is necessarily on the music because So you think it is more now than it was then? I think so. I think it's more on more on the, the the person in the studio to give you something that you can't get on your own. Okay. So how much of a choice do you have on what you play? Or is it like this is what we're this, pushing right now? It's uh it's based more or less on uh, listener trends than anything. Really? Yeah. Because, I mean, you're trying to get people to do advertising, so you got to right. try to get people to listen. Yeah. But you couldn't be like, hey, look, I know I got a hit right here. We got to play this. Uh, yeah, I, could. I technically could, yeah. But, okay. But e- here's the thing, though. Even when, even when if, if it's something that I know is a hit, yeah. it's still people have to hear it X amount of times before they know it's a hit. Does that make sense? No, it makes total sense. Yeah, because just because I play something doesn't mean you heard it. It means you had the chance to hear it, yeah. which means we had to play it a lot for everybody to hear it to go, oh, I like this song. What is this? I remember when uh, this is uh, this is what how you remind me by Nickelback. Okay, this is how you remind me. Yeah, that's what it was I'm called. I'm not a big Nickelback guy, so I'm- it was the most played song in radio history for a week wow. in the U.S. So it was played every two and a half minutes. I believe it. It's a three and a half minute song. So it never stopped <laughs> it never playing stopped in week. the U.S. for an entire week, 24 <laughs> 7. That's amazing. That's an amazing fact. Yeah. Like that you, anybody could have a song that big yeah. to do that. But they, they, they did. I don't know if it's been beaten since, but they had the record for that. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm, I'm sure that made it a hit. And, and still to this day, I mean, if you think about uh, artists that play arenas. Yeah. Are radio. You can go. You there are artists that you that never have to come to radio, and they can make a damn good life for themselves. They can be filthy rich. But if you want to play, I don't think Kendrick's very radio friendly. It's like yes and no. He's like there. That new album is not radio friendly. But I mean, the one, not the one, not the last one. The last one was one with humble and love. That was radio friendly. That was yeah. That was a big one. And then the one before that though. Pimp was a Butterfly not, was, yeah, it was, not, it was hit or miss. It wasn't a hit on there well, I and I'd say all right. Yeah. But, but other even all right wasn't. It wasn't a big hit. It, it, it wasn't a big hit. It wasn't uh, Be Humble. Like Be Humble, we played a couple thousand uh, times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right, all right actually, is one of my favorite songs. Yeah. Um, I, I love that song. People, but, but people love Kendrick for a different reason than they Oh, love 100% Drake. for the artistry yeah. of it. No, it's a total different fan base. Yeah. No, Drake is getting some plays. Drake, Drake, it was cool about Drake though. I think is that he actually 
he does have artistry to him. Yeah. But he also knows how to make a hit. He knows how to make a smash. Almost better than anybody this generation. That's why, like, I always think when uh, anybody tells me that they don't like Drake, I'm like, I don't know how somebody can yeah. really say You might not like a song. There's some Drake songs that you like. There's no way that there's not. Yeah. There's no way that there's not. There's no way you don't like uh, Best I Ever Had. That's impossible. There's way too many hits. Yeah, no. There's you, way too many. Miss Me. Yeah, um, it's just too many. Child's Play. You yeah. can just go on and yeah, on. Yeah, there's and no on way you don't like it. Yeah. And I do, actually, I really admire about Drake. It seems like he's a very giving artist. Like, he's trying to make other people. Yeah, he'll put people on that are way, like. Way below him. Yeah, for no reason. And you're like, yeah. oh, okay. But he does that like constantly. Yeah. Will do that. Yeah. I don't know if that's if he's just down with getting a paycheck or yeah. if he's just he'll put just those he artists is. on his shit too. Like that's oh, the absolutely. crazy. Yeah, it's wild when you think about it. But I, I will never understand why somebody could say like, "There's no way." No, you, you like know. some Drake. Use somebody. Yeah, it's okay. Somebody to admit like it. some Drake. I mean, it's the same thing with like like I always felt like there's that that male J Cole. I feel like that. <laughs> there's that male female thing with Beyonce, but there's some Beyonce records that you like. Boy, I don't know what Beyonce. Yeah. I, like. I, I mean, no, it's impossible. There's at least one Beyonce. You just don't want to admit it. But there's yeah, some. I'm all right with single ladies. <laughs> see, 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 see. I can, I can tolerate single I, ladies. Yeah. <laughs> I like, I like Halo, and there. <laughs> I, I do. It comes on. I'm like, it's good, it's a good record. A, a, a female. I will rap. Lil Kim, crush on you. Crush on you is a great record. Crush on you. There's, she had another record on on that same album uh, called Drugs that I always liked too. Dude, I loved Crush on yeah, You. Drugs is the shit. Yeah, <laughs> drugs is, is my record. I have to try yeah. to find that one. Yeah. And uh, uh, God, other female like I'm. I, I don't know what other. So me and Kellen were talking about this, and you just brought him up. I can't do that with Eminem anymore. What like name of the song that you like? I'm just not Eminem. Just doesn't do anything yeah. for me. Like it's like you. I, I, I like There's that. a very specific demographic. He is, he does, and he he always had that gear he could go to that I could listen to this verse, and I could be like, how did how did he do this? How did he think of this? Oh, I think he's talented. Yeah, yeah, no, he's. But as far as like making songs, though, like yeah, I can I can see. I that. can't I can't get it. Yeah, I'm not gonna listen more. to a whole Eminem record. No. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, you know what I really like that I'm a, like a sucker for is Afro. I told you this off air. I like Afro. I feel like I like every Afrobeat song. I, I'll put on a. Afro Beats playlist and I like everything and I've never heard it before. I've, it would be the first time hearing it. I'm like, I love this and I, I don't know what's I don't know what it is. I've gotten deep. I told you Bossa Nova. I don't know why. I <laughs> like this weird Brazil music, but I like it. And um, I told you why. Uh, it makes you feel like you're on vacation. Like so, yeah, so that's where you want to be. Well, it goes into it too. I love surf rock. I absolutely love surf rock. And what I'm is surf sure rock? Is that like the fucking Beach Boys? Not necessarily <laughs> Beach Boys, but I mean Beach Boys are surf rock. Okay. But there's a lot of other bands uh, like. Um, the, is it like a current thing, or is it just from the '60s? A lot of people do currently, like Mac DeMarco. That's a lot of. That's a lot of surf rock. Oh yeah, Mac. Yeah. Yeah. So I've like, never heard of them. <laughs> Mac Miller's on the playlist. Mac Miller, okay. I, um, I like Mac Miller. I started listening to Mac Miller after he, passed, after, he after he died. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, this is good. Yeah, when well, he played he it at uh, Marathon, I'm like, motherfucker. I wish I knew he was good when he was alive. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. Yeah, I, I, his time. It's like a, it's like a painter. Like you know, their are their paintings don't sell until they're until yeah, they die, unless you're Banksy. But yeah, yeah. and uh, but Banksy's yeah, doing well. he's doing okay. Yeah, he's doing okay. He's, he's uh, got a good life. But I thought uh, with Mac Miller, um, 
Yeah, I just I don't know what I, I thought. Maybe he, I guess he was an Eminem ripoff or something else. I don't know what I thought of Mac Miller. Like I thought he was like a frat. Boy. He was like a teenage kid when he came out too. I think when he, he was pretty young. Yeah, and he felt like you were older, so you could listen to like who, a tune. Who was that other white frat rapper that came out around that same time? Gosh, I, I can't remember. There was another one that came out around that time, and I think I lumped him in with that. But. Yeah. I love. He, got, he, he caught a caught a straight bullet. He thought he was Mac Miller. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and he he loves being. I like Thundercat a lot, and he's always with Thundercat. Uh, do you listen to him? Yeah, I don't know who that is. Thundercat plays a six string bass. He's, okay. uh, he's he didn't make a, any songs about thirteen uh, year old girls. Did he? None. Good. Good. He does have a song he's with. Got, he's got that going for him. <laughs> he has a song with Kitty Loggins and Michael McDonald. So uh, and he plays. How with, old is this kid? He's like all right. He plays with Anderson Pock a lot. Okay. So I've gotten to where I really like a lot of... Uh, Kenny Loggins is still making music? He is not our age, but yes. Yes, no, he is. <laughs> <laughs> well, did, did you see Top Gun? Out with another Top Gun. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah I feel like we are. I'm assuming he came Have you out seen the new Top Gun? I've heard nothing but good things. I haven't either. I, I've, I haven't seen it, but I've heard great things about it. Goose's which, son is in it. Because I made the joke to yeah. somebody, I was like, "So Goose doesn't make an appearance, does he?" No, Goose nah, is not yeah. in it. Yeah. Uh, apparently, Iceman makes an appearance. Goose could have used that paycheck too, though, because Goose I, needs that I, I never saw Goose. Else. Yeah, I never saw Goose in another movie afterwards. He so. was in. Uh, he was on ER. Was he? Okay, I guess he's done well. I never watched ER. I didn't. But he was on. Those, he was on yeah. ER. He was yeah. one of the. He was the one. The ones that wasn't George Clooney. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> George Clooney won ER, and then I think he won that. Yeah, he won that. He won <laughs> I think ER. He did all right on yeah. that deal. Yeah, he just needed a chance. So, like, when it comes to radio, is this is everything like how you saw it going? Not at all. I mean, it's like asking: Could you, when you were a kid, did you think that every song you could ever think of would be in fitting the hand in your hand? Well, that's true. Absolutely yeah. not. Like those, are, we thought we'd have flying cars, but we didn't think that we couldn't foresee the iPhone. Yeah. Uh, which I guess if we could, we'd be much richer. I, uh, I, I am heard in other markets as a fill-in for other people sometimes. Okay. Uh, so actually, this weekend I was uh, at uh, on WJLB in Detroit uh, Saturday and Sunday, and um, so it's all affiliates. Yeah, I do. I do fill-ins for other markets sometimes from here. Okay. But yeah, I got you. Yeah, so it's not syndicated, but you know, I'm in other markets. I don't you, know what you, you call are it. in other markets. I am. Yeah. I am other markets at times. So well, I mean, I guess so. Syndicated only does like if you're doing talk shows, basically, right? No, I mean, no. You, there are people that are, that just have syndicated shows that are in really. God knows how many markets. Yeah. I always wanted to be on radio. Did and, you? Uh, well, I picked the worst possible time in history. Yeah. Although you proved me wrong. Yeah. <laughs> You've made yeah. a career out of yeah, it. Yeah, I made a career out of it, and I've, I've done all right. I always thought being related to the Allman Brothers would be a big foot in the door. So my you related to the Allman Brothers? Yes. Okay. So Jason Allman. Oh, I didn't know that. So, uh, so yeah, their their dad is my great uncle. So okay. I thought being related to them, oh, I, I, I should you be just walk in. Them. Yeah, just walk in already. Allman Brothers, bitch. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I got nothing. Yeah, and then uh, I had a child a lot younger than I thought I would, yeah. and um, I, I don't know if you know this, but those early years on radio are pretty lean. Yeah, <laughs> they're 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 uh, yeah they're important too. Uh, how old were you? When you had a kid? I bet they were some of the most fun years for you. Uh, I was, I'm gonna interview you. How old were you when you had a kid? Twenty two. Woo! Yeah, yeah. I didn't expect that one. Yeah. Well, obviously. <laughs> no, I was I I. I was uh, yeah. 39 when my daughter was born. 
I have it, a nineteen-year-old daughter. Like Ted, she's too old for Ted Nugent, is how old my daughter is. <laughs> Ted Nugent would not be Ted interested Nugent in would my have nothing to do with my daughter. <laughs> He'd take one look at her and be like, "Yeah, I'm gonna pass." Nineteen? Come on. Uh, yeah, no, I, I, I think there are pros and cons though to being young and having kids too. Like, there, I think there are some pros in it. Oh, one hundred percent. If I had, you had more over, energy than I had when I was thirty nine. Like I was. If I had to do it over again, I wish I had more kids when I was younger. Oh, then. Uh, just because, like, because of what you said, and now, like, I'm at the age where I hope it doesn't come anytime soon. But I think about grandkids and how am I going to feel with them? Yeah. What kind of energy am I going to have for that and doing that type of stuff? And you know, uh, there, there's something to be said about being so naive that you don't know you can fuck up. <laughs> And I had no clue I could fuck up. At 22, yeah, yeah, you're, you're was, an idiot. I was an idiot. Yeah. I was just doing whatever I could, and I knew I was going to just make it work, however, yeah. whatever that looks like. And I think she's she's minimal fucked up. Yeah. yeah. So she's I got some things she's going to have to work got, out. Yeah. She, she might have to go to a therapist here, yeah. here or there. I go to a therapist. My therapist is actually up the street from here. Oh, okay. Andrew Chapman, he's great. Highly recommend Shout, out, Shout out to my therapist. He's amazing. <laughs> I don't think he would like me saying that. You might need to bleep that out later. But I, don't I can if you want me. To. Hey, I don't care. Um, but uh, uh, I only went to a therapist when I was in about eighth grade, eighth or ninth grade. Uh, my mom found out I smoked pot, so she thought I needed a therapist uh, yeah, yeah. to work through that, 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 demons. Yeah. That, uh, that parenting didn't age well, did it? Uh, nope. No. <laughs> that was going to be like legal everywhere. I don't know what. When do you think it would be legal in Tennessee? Oh, gosh. I would have thought, honestly, we would have gotten uh, medicinal by now. You know what's crazy to me? Why we haven't gotten anything? Hey, I'm not a political analyst or anything. Yeah, but if there's one thing, I've, one issue, Everybody I feel like knows. right and left can come together on is this, right? And I feel like if you're trying to win over rural counties in Tennessee, I'm if I'm a Democrat, and I'm running for office. I'm going right into rural, rural oh. Tennessee, and I'm like. Look, man, name one thing the government has done for you in the past 20 years, mm-hmm. and they're all going to say nothing. And I'm going to say, I promise you this, we will, we will, elect me, and we will, I will you will smoke weed <laughs> in the street, wide open. You, will, you won't get, get busted. You will not, you will get, not get, yes, get busted You anymore. can grow, you continue growing this, and you turn a profit. Keep hiding your meth. Yes. <laughs> but, you'll, I think, you'll I, I, I am of the opinion that all drugs should be legal. I'm very libertarian on that, yeah. in the stance of, this is the only thing, my body is the only thing I truly own in this yes. world. That is it. And the fact that anybody can tell me what I can or cannot do right. with it is a very weird concept to me. I think, like, how have we as a society been okay with police officers taking our blood on a stop? That is crazy to me. That should be illegal as shit to take my blood. Right. It's like, <laughs> it, it, it's, yeah, and it's they can little, get a warrant to do it. It's a little excessive. I think so. So, but yeah, I think uh, drugs, uh, all drugs. Yeah, yeah. If you want to do it, that's be my it's, guess, especially if it grows. Yeah, you know, it's if, from the earth. if it's something from the earth, if it's shrooms, whatever, shrooms any of that, are legal in Oregon now, right? I think uh, it's yeah, Oregon, they're legal yeah. there in Colorado. Um, yeah, quite a few states they're getting to where it's pretty legal, but yeah. um, not pretty legal, but legal. Uh, I don't know. If, I mean, has any southern state even made pot legal they yet? They haven't, which is weird to me because we all smoke it. 
Yes, I actually don't, but I think it should be. I know be. you don't. but uh, I, I, No, I really don't. I, really, I, I, didn't, I wasn't yeah, saying yeah, that. Like, was, really, nobody ever believes me. They're like, ah, yeah, right, you're, yeah. So because of my eyes, because I got these uh, like dark circles, like teachers, every time they talk about drugs would stare at me. Just stare at like, me. You're the one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're for sure. Like, damn, I'm in you're for sure grade. getting high. <laughs> no, I, 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 I used to smoke weed when I was like in college, and I was... Some people can function and be high. I can't. And I can't. I can't. If you, if I wouldn't be here right now if I got high before, I wouldn't have been able nope. to leave the house. I'm not that person. Some no. people can smoke weed and just live their life. And I think that's great. I'm just, I'm not capable of it. I got a buddy who just rolls them nonstop. Yeah, and I'm like, and, I have no and idea. And functions. They go to work and be productive in the world. I, can't I had to it. start putting rules on myself in college. I was like, okay, <laughs> after I get my homework done, then, then I can. Yeah. Because if I did it before, I was like, "Yeah, this is over." I can't. Yeah. Do, I, yeah, I'm the same way. I just, uh, yeah, and especially uh, getting high during the day, you can never get sober again. Yeah, no. Like <laughs> you're high for the day. You're high that's for it. The that's day. your. That's your. Uh, that's it. You're done. We really miss the the good times. These kids don't have seeds or stems or anything yeah. anymore. Yeah, no, they just they and like if you're in your Cali, you go or any of the states that's legal, you go to the dispensary and get. They will like ask you, like. How do you want to feel? And then sell you on how you want to when feel. When I went to Colorado, it was right after they legalized it. And um, I went to a dispensary, and, and uh, you know, I clearly looked like like I didn't belong. Like, I didn't know what was going on. <laughs> and he's asked me, can I help? Like, can you help me? And, and I go, I, yeah, I want some pot. He's like, and he said exactly what he said. Like, so how do you want to feel? I go, well, what do you mean? He's like, do you want to be on the couch or you want to be up moving around? I was like, I want to be up moving around. And he pulls out this tray and he's like, these are all our hybrids. And he starts going over all these strains and talking all this like crazy science. Like, I'm look, like, dude, ah, dude, I just want to get high. high. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And uh, when we went to, uh, we went to Red Rocks to see his show out there um, and everybody was smoking. Everybody. To yeah. the point that I was paranoid. I'm like, this is a trap. This is a government <laughs> trap to get everybody busted. <laughs> And uh, and I was we were in the middle of like the ninth row, and this guy hands me a joint, and he asked if I want to smoke, and I cupped it, and he looked at me very angrily, and he was like, "What the fuck are you doing? It's legal." <laughs> <laughs> He's mad. He was very mad that I You're was smoking like a not, bitch. Yeah, yeah. I was. <laughs> like my bad. And then uh, my friend, she lit a cigarette, and they told her to put it out. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. So not one person got asked to put their weed out, but she got asked to put, put her a cigarette, cigarette out. out. Cigarette smoke uh, it's stays. It's grosser. Yeah. It smells way worse. You know, you want to hear something? I, I'm a, I found out in, in the past years that I have, I'm a high anxiety person. Yeah. And uh, I have anxiety. Uh, for the longest you time. You should not smoke pot. Yeah. I, uh, for, for the longest time, I was addicted to nicotine. I was smoked black and milds. And then when I got off of black and milds, I, I vaped. And then yeah. before my daughter was born, I was like, I want her to come into the world. I don't want to be addicted to anything. So I got off of nicotine. And then I found out, oh, shit, I've got anxiety. <laughs> the nicotine was hiding this part of me for 20 years or however long I smoked. And uh, I'm, I will never go back to, to smoking again. Yeah. But I fucking miss nicotine sometimes. It's I bet just, you crave it. Yeah, I don't. I don't even crave it anymore because I've been off for you probably five, six years at this point. Yeah. But uh, yeah, if if it was healthy, if somebody came out tomorrow and they were like, "Hey, we found out that nicotine is actually healthy." Yeah. And you can use it in this way, and it'll actually benefit you. I'd I'd be on. I'd 
be on board. I listened to a guy talk about caffeine addiction and how much caffeine really truly messes us up internally and yeah. anxiety and all that stuff and everything. And he talked about how much better he felt once he quit caffeine. I'm completely off of caffeine now. I'm I, addicted. And I never drank. I, I was never a coffee drinker. Addicted. I used to drink uh, uh, a pre-workout in the morning, and it all, uh-huh. for some reason. I caught a cold, and after I had a cold, like this is just this past year, and then after I had the cold, like I couldn't, it the smell of it made me sick, and I'm really? like, I'm getting off of this, and this whole year I've eaten nothing but really like, really naturally, like I'll read labels on the back, and if it's got like xanthan gum or some shit like that, I'm like I'm not buying it. Uh, what does that do? I don't, exactly, I don't I don't know. Like if I don't know what it is, I'm not I'm not, I'm not That's eating. That's my it. point. That's my point. Is I don't know what it is. I don't know what it can do to me. So I I've been eating really clean like that, like reading labels. And do you like, feel better? I do. And not only not only people always ask that as like a physical question, but I feel better mentally. And I, that's what I would be more concerned yeah. with. And you have noticed a difference mentally. Like yes, is more I'm, I'm way less anxious. I am way more relax i think the combination of diet exercise water and uh and sunlight those four things uh really have me feeling better most of the time what about your energy levels my energy levels really good really yeah way better than than what it was and you know what's crazy is when the um income took a little hit during the pandemic yeah and i said you know, I'm married. I don't need a luxury car anymore. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. who am I impressing anymore? Like, why, why am I driving this? Why do I have this high-ass car yeah. payment? And I went and I got uh, a Jeep Wrangler. And I didn't know this at the time, but, like, uh, I, I, the first time I popped the top off, it was, like, a beautiful day. I popped the top off. Yeah. And I just fucking fell in love with it. And I don't think I'll Just feeling the car. sun? Just the sun. The, and and now, now I know because basically because my wife, tells me these things but i know now that like i need sunlight well she seems like she's really into the list yes stuff. she is she's yeah she's a she, yeah okay yeah she's very into it she's <laughs> very good at what she does she knows her shit so she didn't pressure you into no no no, no, no. it's, it's crazy what's crazy is when she stopped eating meat i had wanted to stop eating meat for years yeah and just didn't think i was capable of it and she gave it up and i'm like you know what i'll try it for a week since you're since you're giving up meat i'll try it for a week she's like you don't have to do this i'm like no i've you know i've wanted to do this for a while it's yeah. possible and then uh i gave it i gave it up for that week and I, I haven't had it since and it's been two two and a half years now God, that's the the hard part for me like i, I have no problem with working out I, i'll work out right but that diet is so hard to change you your diet this is this is the thing that like uh, I was able to do that, that I, I find one thing that's healthy yeah. that I really like, and I eat it every day. <laughs> so what'd you find? That's, I, mean, I mean, no, I mean it's just a, whatever it is. So, so yeah. I, I give you on a typical on the weekends. You know, we eat whatever I eat pretty much whatever yeah. I want at that point. Uh, but even that, even whatever I want, is from either you know restaurants that I trust with better ingredients or. Like I'm eating like for I'm a sweets guy, so I'll yeah. eat like Justin's dark chocolate peanut butter cups, which are amazing, and don't have half the bullshit that other peanut butter cups. Not to name it, I want to <laughs> I want to block you from a Reese's sponsor. Uh, <laughs> I appreciate you looking yeah, out no for problem. us. Yeah, on no that. problem. Yeah, that's what I'm here for. But like I'll, I'll read if you look at the labels, they're completely different. So, um, so yeah, so on a typical day, I'll wake up in the morning. Yeah, and I don't eat anything for an hour. Yeah. And then, so like tomorrow morning, I'll wake up at 4.45. I know that's early. That's but, very. Yeah. I'll drink, I'll drink, 
uh, 24 ounces of water or so, a bottle of water. And then uh, before my workout, I'll have an apple. Mm-hmm. And then I'll work out. And then I'll come home and I make a, a smoothie with kale, spinach, an apple, orange, carrots, almonds, and a little bit of lemon. You're just making shit up. Now. No, You're no. I, I promise you, this is, this is what I eat every day. And then for a snack... <laughs> I'll have a couple oranges. Yeah. And then I, I go to Ian Rose. Uh, shout out to Ian Rose. Uh, yeah. And I get a smoothie there. I get the uh, Goddess in the Green, same smoothie, and I have to add mm-hmm. cinnamon, which if you've never had a smoothie with cinnamon in it, it changes the game. It's a game changer. Okay. And then I'll have a couple oranges for a snack. And then I'll, if my wife cooks, I'll eat whatever she makes because she's making nothing but whole foods. You got no choice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, and, and she make, she's found really good vegan and, yeah, and yeah. vegetarian recipes. Uh, or I'll make another one of my smoothies, and then I'll have some more fruit at night. And that's that's what I eat every day. The cool thing about you guys doing that now is your daughter's going to know no different. Yeah. You know? She doesn't eat meat. We we actually tried to give her meat because we were both eating meat when she was born. She never liked yeah. it. So she's never really eaten meat. My daughter went through a phase where she didn't eat any meat, and that was because she, she just didn't want to hurt animals. That was oh, really that's all nice. it was. So I think she went about a year nice. without eating any. And then, yeah. It's, it's, Nashville's a hard city to... Eat, eat, not eat. Oh meat God! Meat. Yeah, yeah, you're at the South. Period. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah I'm sure there's like stuff you miss. There's yeah. no way you don't miss a steak. Every night. Na- yeah. So fine dining is the hardest thing. So like, well, yeah. my wife and I have date nights. We're like, where the fuck are we gonna go, man? Like, there's oh, no. Gosh, like, there is nowhere to go. Yeah. No, you're just, you're just eating sides. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's it. You're eating a salad. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And, and so that part is kind of trash. I still, I still, I'm not vegan, so I still eat pizza. So if we go to an Italian restaurant, I can normally pasta, fettuccine Alfredo. Yeah, well, fettuccine Alfredo. My wife can't eat that because it's got Lactose. milk in it. Yeah. Okay. But pastas, she tomato based pastas and stuff like that, she can have. So I mean, it's basically you have to eat either Indian, Italian, maybe Thai. Mm-hmm. About it. That's about it. <laughs> That's about it. Yeah, yeah. Not going, we're not going to Cane Prime or anything anymore, unfortunately. Uh, yeah, I, um, I still got a $200 gift card I got used there. I haven't used it. Yeah, that would that'd get you a, a drink. That's what I've heard. Yeah, just give me a little <laughs> we, bit there. We went when we got engaged, and uh, I remember when the when the tab came. was. Uh, well, did you? Uh, so I was the one that made the meme of uh, uh, Idris Elba without yeah, the tab. Yeah. When, when <laughs> yeah, you guys, your memes have really come up lately. Well, thank you. Yes, I no, I mean to tell that. you, you guys really make me laugh with your memes. So, so we try to make ourselves laugh. That's yes. really all it comes down to is we try to make ourselves laugh. Yeah. And um, I try to do, like, I try, it's, it's, so I've always had this weird exercise since I was a kid. Uh, I remember reading that if you make yourself laugh, you use twice as much brain power. So I've always tried to make myself laugh thinking, I guess I'm going to become brainiac. I don't know. But um, it didn't work. <laughs> but anyway, so I've always had this weird thing where I try to make myself laugh. And I try not to make memes that are like, Okay, let's not do realtors, hot chicken, or bachelorettes. Like, because that's the same. It's easy. That's it's easy, easy for you target. To, it's yeah. an easy target. And I tried to think of like, okay, what's something like without doing that? And then I usually try to think like, what's it like a normal thing people can just relate to? Just a normal. Right. You know, and, and I thought that with the Kane Prime when I saw that eventually. I was like, that's. So I, 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 my first idea for it was. Uh, to make it uh first time somebody eats Demuses. <laughs> and uh so I have this grudge against Demuses. They don't know yeah, they're I've, I've seen I've seen you your anti, you're very anti is Demuses downtown's not even open anymore, is no, it? No, they fired me. That's why uh they so they um 
So I, how long did you work at Demas's? <laughs> long enough to get fired. Uh, <laughs> less than a year. So they they used to always have in their ad in the newspaper, like, work at Demas's, make 10 to $12 an hour, which 20 years ago was a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was yeah. a lot of money. So, oh, you uh, take a guess. So, yeah. So, <laughs> so, so uh, I went down there, got a job, and uh, Demas's downtown was hot, 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 hot. And they never had good working AC, and you were wearing, you know, dress pants, a white button-up shirt, and a tie. <laughs> well, I'm pale. I don't like. I mean, I can tan. I just don't. I don't like sweating for no reason. Yeah, I understand. If I'm in the sun doing something, I'm okay with that. But just to sit and get sun, I'm not. I don't like that. I'm not like you. So, uh, so, uh, so I was. I was very pale child, and um, I sweat. So they pulled me in the office and started asking me. Um, They're like, "Look, we know, we know you're on cocaine." <laughs> and uh, and, I, and I literally said to my manager, "I go, I work at Demas's. I can't afford cocaine." <laughs> I wish I was on cocaine. I wish I, I, wish I had cocaine money. <laughs> so then they they fired me, and, uh, and I remember asking, "I go, okay, um, do you know who's playing at Dancing in the District right now? Because I'm going." <laughs> <laughs> and that was that. Who, who was playing at Dancing in the District? I don't remember who it was, but it was the Thursday because I asked about Dancing in the District. But yeah, so I've carried this grudge ever since. Like my my kids. So the only job that to... you ever got fired from was Demas's. Oh, I got fired from other ones, oh, yeah. but that one was the one that got me because they tried to say I was a cocaine addict. I was like, no, I'm not. Can't I'm afford. Pretty it. sure that's against the law. You should have sued them. I'm sure it was probably something in yeah. there, but I mean, yeah, they tried you to call Morgan and Morgan. I, I could have. <laughs> I could have Ponzi. Uh, Bart Durham. Bart Durham. Uh, oh, yeah, friend of the show, I guess. I don't know. I think he said uh, he's. Does Demons still have a location open? They have one in Murfreesboro, Hendersonville. I don't know where else. I don't really want to advertise them. I know you do. <laughs> I don't tell people to go there. I, was just, I know the downtown location was, was no longer. It's there. closed. Uh, but yeah, so my kids will try to eat there and stuff. And I'm like, no. No, 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 we don't fuck eat Demises. fuck we, Demises. <laughs> we don't eat at Demises. We don't eat at Demises. They fired so, me yes, because I wasn't I, on cocaine. Because I wasn't, because they <laughs> said I was, and I wasn't. <laughs> that was, but I did think, like, now looking back, I'm like, what a perfect response by me. Like, yeah. I can't afford cocaine. I can't afford cocaine, Demises. yeah. <laughs> Which that I think was, that upset them more. <laughs> man, I'm trying to think. I, I've, I don't think anybody's ever accused me of being on cocaine before. Uh, that was a new one. I, I, nobody else has ever accused me of Which it. Which I'm surprised. I'm kind of surprised because like I was in the clubs for a long time, and but I never tried cocaine. I was never – no, no, that wasn't really my no. thing. That wasn't my scene or anything. You know, Like I said, I smoked pot here and there, and um, yeah. but that's really about I it. I tried shrooms once. That's as far as I went. How was that experience? Oh, no, I, I did ecstasy back in the day too. I did a lot of ecstasy. Well, man, DJing in clubs in Nashville, yeah, it was big for a minute. No, I wouldn't even DJ. It was before I even got here. It was my college years. Oh, really? Yeah. I enjoyed ecstasy. <laughs> Is this stuff you talk about on your podcast? <laughs> no. I, I mean, I would, I would admit to it. I mean, I, I'm, I'm an open book. I would say that on – well, I don't know if I said it on the radio. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> How is but your podcast going, too, by it's the go, way? It's going well, man. I'm, I'm, it, it's growing, and it's um, – I've got Slim and Huskies coming on this this week, and then I've got. They seem like good dudes. Yeah, they're they're, they're phenomenal. And then I guess I'm doing a. Um, it just so happened that the week after Slim and Huskies, I've got uh, Mignon Francois from the Cupcake Collection. So I guess I'm doing a tour of Nashville restaurants. <laughs> 
which I didn't <laughs> wasn't trying. to Apparently, do. Just, we've become that as yeah, well. <laughs> yeah, so, you, you know how it is when you're running a podcast. He actually though. has a great story, though. If you have you ever talked to him before, who's that with the cupcake collection? Oh yeah, Mignon. Yeah, I mean, I've already recorded the the episode. Oh really? She, it's an amazing story. It's so slow, slow slim Huskies. Uh, but I mean, you know, this is as being a podcast. Sometimes the guests just line up and they're there sometimes and, they do. and sometimes you're sweating like i need a fucking guest and uh um but this, this just lined up that slim huskies that you know that one lined up and then and it's weird because i both i had them both on the list and they were like guests that i knew i could get at any moment so i was like yeah. waiting you know what i mean like it just worked out that they well, were so both. now we kind of have a list uh built up of like ones i kind of feel bad for some because I'm like they they've asked and it's been like a while and I'm like well I can't I mean I don't know I can't just record four days a week or <laughs> yeah anything. you know what I mean like, like yeah. I try just to do once a week that's yeah. all that we try to do we typically do that and um but yeah we have some backed up now where that was not a thing yeah. that I thought was gonna happen really I mean I mean we started this as a hobby. And uh, thank you for coming on as well for the three-year anniversary yeah, thing. Yeah, no, happy uh, we, anniversary. Two, yeah. two, you said three years? Two, three years. Three years, wow. So we started this just as a weird hobby, and the early episodes were real weird. <laughs> and, uh, like, we were doing a lot of skits ah, and stuff like yeah. that. Like, we had the owner of Bird Scooters interview uh, the mayor when they were trying to outlaw Bird Scooters. <laughs> so Timmy Bird is how the you, owner. How, how did you get... It, we, we would just have friends and just tell them this is who you are, and they would just <laughs> and they would just go at each other. Wow! So and that's what they would do, and then like we did one I thought was hilarious to think of us as an actual yacht club, mm-hmm. and that we got fan mail. So we messaged all our friends to send us emails, questions. And I printed off all these emails and put them in envelopes so he had to hear us tear this <laughs> fan mail open. <laughs> like people were really mailing us. Right. right. <laughs> wow. So like stuff like that. We did like a, a blonde hamburger helper taste test challenge. So this we had three. It was fucking it? gross. Yeah. We had three guys uh, eat 10 different types of hamburger helper blindfolded and guess which one's which. <laughs> Pretty much everybody thought everything was off. <laughs> And uh, so, so stuff like that, we had like a bunch of weird ideas, and then uh, it's just kind of morphed now into like we're we're kind of a late night talk show yeah. with Nashville. That, that's really that's that's what it is now, and, I, and I'm okay with I'm like totally okay with how everything's went. And it's dope. Yeah, um, we're we're trying to expand, make it a little bit. Um, we don't necessarily know how big we can get it or anything like that, but we also have like full time gigs. So what it's if like, I told you I could get you Ted Nugent? <laughs> Please. <laughs> you see how many times we can bring up Ted Nugent? Say no more. <laughs> if we get Ted Nugent, you need to bring Ted Nugent on. Just ask him about every lyric of his song. Jail Jailbait. Bait. Yes. <laughs> I'm telling you, you find that song. Well, we, I, I don't. I feel like if I listened to it, I would. Be very upset for some reason. I, f- I just couldn't believe it when I saw it. Like I said, like it specifically says 13. <laughs> that this girl is 13. And uh, yeah, I mean, the song's called Jailbait. He yeah. knew it was wrong, and he gets arrested. Yeah. And he asked the cop for a threesome. I'm just, <laughs> I just, you know, and the thing is, Nugent did no drugs. <laughs> he what? He did no drugs. He, he what? Nugent never did drugs. Really? 
Yeah. Um, so he actually, then I started looking into it. He was married. So he met a whole day uh, on Wikipedia on Ted Nugent's Wikipedia. I started day. looking it up. So, <laughs> so in Hawaii, the age of consent sixteen. Or I don't know if it still is, but okay. it was. I hope not because I hope I like Hawaii. Yeah, well. The UK is still sixteen. It's odd. <sighs> it's a little odd. Yeah. Um. But so the age of consent in Hawaii was sixteen. He found this seventeen-year-old girl he really liked. But he couldn't be with her because she was, she was uh, a minor or whatever. Okay. And um, I can't. And it, oh, 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 he could be with her. He couldn't marry her because uh, he was too old. So there had to be a certain gap in the age, and then he could marry her. But she was seventeen, and he was too old. So what he did was he talked her parents into letting him become her legal guardian. Oh my god! And then he married her. How about that? How fucked up were her parents? That's what I thought. I was like. Could you imagine doing no, that with I'd your daughter? Like, no, the answer is no. No, no, no. Simply no. And this guy's a fucking creep. That's creepy as shit. Yeah. How old was he at this time? I don't know how old he was. I'm not sure how old he was. Uh, I would assume 20s, maybe 30s. I don't know. Yeah. But um, yeah, Steven Tyler did that. I didn't know Steven really? Tyler did that. It, it's it's really weird because back in the day, like that was, I guess. Jerry Lee Lewis. He married Jerry his cousin. Elvis Presley met Priscilla when she was like 14. Yep. Well, I mean, the one looking back to me, and it's a banger of a song. Age ain't nothing but a number. Yeah, that was a. If that wasn't a fucking four, fucking four gross. Yeah, and nobody, no, nobody flinched. We let R. Kelly get away with that for a long time. Way too long. Yeah. Way, Way too, too long. long. It, it, yeah, but that song, it's a great song. <laughs> it's a really good song. It's just gross. I, oh God. It's, oh. it's always weird how the most talented people are always so fucked up. That's how you know I'm not that fucked up because I'm not that talented. Uh, you know, I said that to one of my friend's sons um, was a star player for uh, Tennessee and went to NFL and stuff like that. And uh, and I remember telling him, I was like, this is why God didn't give me talent because I would fuck this up. <laughs> <laughs> I would have fucked this up by now. He's handled this very well. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, hell, Kanye's all fucked Fucking weird. Dude, Kanye's a, but he I doesn't fuck Kanye. minors. <laughs> I interviewed Kanye when. Did uh, you really? Yeah. After. Um, remember when he came? He came for Dancing in the District. I have a story about that. I have a story about that. I interviewed Kanye before the before the show. He came in, mm-hmm. and uh, I could tell he didn't want to do it. He went to the interview. Here's the thing: I was the biggest college dropout fan. Still am. Like it's one of my favorite albums. Do you remember ever. who he filled in for? No. You don't remember who he filled in for? Because he wasn't supposed to play the NCAA district. That. Who? Twista. I thought Twista came the week before we got. Oh. He filled in for Twista. Kanye, when Kanye realized that I liked his album, yeah, he a, a switch went off, and he talked my ear off, and it was great. But before that, uh, before that, he was like, he didn't want to be there. He wanted nothing to do with it. And then the second he found out, like, oh, this dude really liked my art. It is a good album. It's fucking amazing. It's one yep. of my favorites of all time. Uh, possibly, possibly top two for me. Uh, at that point, he he was a great interview, and mm-hmm. um, somebody was there videoing it. And I wish, I wish I had the video. I think it was, I think it was Lex. Honestly, um, Alex can't remember his last name right now, but he's it's like a rapper. He, gotcha. And yeah. So my story with him was he it was dancing in the district yeah. 
And uh, it was when I worked at Budweiser. So we supplied all the beer for all the backstage area and stuff. And everybody used to let us just stay in the backstage area, just have beer, drink, whatever, mm -hmm. hang out. Like, and, and you saw Dancing in the District. It wasn't yeah. like it was a green room or nothing. You were yeah. under a tent. Yeah. And um, it was $5 to see Kanye. You know? fucking, fucking Kanye amazing. kicked us all out. Oh, I'm sure. Kanye kicked all of us out. I'm and sure. then he had his people put a towel over his head so you couldn't see him coming in. And Through the Wire had just came out. It wasn't even like anybody knew who Kanye West was. It you wasn't knew like who a, Kanye West was. I knew who Kanye West was, but like, you know, I, there's a story Chappelle has about him. Yeah. Where like I Kanye knew he was a star. Yeah. Kanye Have knew. you seen the, the, the Netflix documentary on Kanye? Uh-uh. It's fucking amazing. It's like four episodes, five but episodes. Watch, I haven't watched Netflix that much lately. I don't know why. Just, you should watch the Kanye thing. It it's, is good. It's like, there's a, a dude, basically it boils down to this, a dude in Chicago met Kanye years ago and was like, this guy's a star and decided to film every fucking move he ever made. And even when Kanye moved to, to New York, yeah. he was just like, well, shit, I'm moving to New York too and kept filming him and he has all this footage from that's pretty dope yeah it's like amazing it's like somehow this guy knew this kid was special and just he was special he yeah, clearly he was, was. Still, i mean he still is that's the one he's thing like i i do i think he's an artist i think he is a true yeah. artist uh i always liken him to i think he's he's kind of this generation's to me marilyn manson he can do whatever he wants well he knows his image he yeah. knows what he's like i think he's very conscious of what he's doing. I don't think he's just flat out crazy. You think he is? I think so. In in that documentary, you could see you, they get to a point where it's later in life. Yeah. And you can visibly see and tell when he's on his medication and when he's not. Really? You can look at it with your eye and yeah. you can be like, he's he's on his shit right now. He seems fucking normal. Like a normal human being. Yeah. I think that and from what I've heard, he doesn't think that he is creative when he's on his meds so when and he, he needs, might not be and so when he needs to cut an album yeah he comes off and then all, all hell broke loose. <laughs> it's like a superpower and this I mean, if you notice like i mean so what does he suffer from bipolar I okay believe. so have you noticed like you haven't heard much from kanye in the past month or two no he'll go through times like this where you don't hear anything from him and then all of a sudden, when the album's about he's to come all out, his, he's off his fucking rocker. Yeah, he's off his meds. That makes sense. Yeah, it does. That makes a lot more sense, yeah. really. Yeah. Uh, I feel bad for him. With man, I'd feel bad if if my wife was with Pete Davidson. Boy, what an ugly motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Untalented, ugly. <laughs> I don't have a problem with Pete. I like Pete. I like. Oh, I'm so a Saturday Night Live guy, though. I mean, he's he's not that bad. I don't like how he always laughs at himself, even though I, I do it. But he's he's definitely outpunted his own, outkicked his own coverage. One hundred percent. Not to quote Clay Travis, but he definitely has. So so let's get but back so to that. But so did I. Is Clay, so, I mean, is Clay your mentor? Is it, no, no. I I actually like. Uh, I just really have a strong dislike for him. <laughs> and there's not many platforms that that I'm on that I can where you can voice where I can that. just where I can just say it. <laughs> So now I can just say it. I you really can. fucking don't like. This you guy. really can. I really, I really don't. Yeah, I really. I'm not. A, I'm not a fan at all. You've had yeah. to have had conversations with him in in real life, though, right? I haven't. No, no. You've I've never seen had him a conversation the with him? a couple times. And that's and, it. Yeah, it comes really? up that my daughter, and I remember. I remember if he ever tried to say hi to my daughter, I was going to tell him, "Don't fucking talk to my daughter, bro." <laughs> like that was prepared. Like that shit was in the chamber. <laughs> 
the safety was off. I was ready to fucking pull that trigger any minute. What about Chad Withrow? Uh, I, I used to listen to uh, I used to listen to them uh, when they were on. He's definitely tried to fill that clay void. He's went he's went further and further. Uh, has he? I haven't I haven't kept up with them much since they since they got off their their midday. Uh, well, they I do went. like Buck Rising though. Like I, they went Buck. I don't and, uh, know him, but I, I, I like yeah. him. They went on uh, Clay's stuff. They were yeah, on, they're on. Yeah, yeah, which which was weird for me because I don't think I don't think Paul Kaharski necessarily aligns with Clay on too many things personally. I don't think he lets that to be be known yeah, very no, well. Yeah, of course not. <laughs> I talk about these guys like I know them. They, I don't I don't know them at all. They're probably gonna be like, "Fuck Dolo White!" Like, what? <laughs> bringing me up for? I don't, I don't have any problem with you guys. I just don't like Clay. Are you ever at anything where people like like are like, "That's Dolo White"? Like, do you ever get asked for a picture? Yeah, yeah. It used to happen more often back in the day. I don't know if my star has dwindled or if uh, <laughs> if I'm just not out that much. Yeah. I like to think it's just because I'm not out that much. But that you're not. I don't like, think you're out like you are. No, I'm not out. Not even a fucking inkling. No. Of what I used to. Be. I used to be out. You used to DJ at clubs. Yeah, I used to. No, I used to be out every day of the week in some way, and now I'm out never. <laughs> uh, I'll go to brunch with my. Family, you know what I mean? Like, what you DJ the Nashville SC? I did, I did, I did the Nashville SC game. And uh, have you been to a game yet? It's awesome, it is amazing. I'm not even a soccer guy, I don't know what the fuck's going on, dude. It's awesome live, yeah. uh, and it's so loud in there, it's super loud. I was like, How do we have this many fans already? Dude, I kept wondering, I'm like, shit. Where do they get these chants? How are we chanting? <laughs> They have to hand out I want a jam. <laughs> like, I was thinking the same thing. Like, how do all these people know this shit? But uh, no, it's the the park is amazing. Geodas Park is amazing. Yeah, uh, the the parking is not as bad as I thought it was going to be. Yeah, you, you know what's great is that uh, I was. I, I live. You live pretty close. I live yeah, very close. I live in Chestnut Hill. The, the, it's in Wedgewood, Houston. It's yeah. almost the same neighborhood. Uh, I could technically walk there if it wasn't uh, ninety thousand degrees and one hundred percent humidity hot. right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but there are there are people there that live in those houses that are charging people to park on their lawn, and I'm like, that's fucking amazing. That's like, a pretty good idea. Yeah, it's not a bad hustle. It's not that's bad. Work really not. Uh. Uh-uh. Yeah. The one thing about the stadium that that kind of it really drew my attention was uh, they have princes out there. Yeah. And I'm like, who the fuck in 95 degree weather wants some fucking <laughs> princes sitting outside in the sun, in the, in the heat, eating this shit? I, I think they should open, because all the restaurants in there are pretty good, right? Yeah. I think they should just open it, even when they're not playing soccer, like for lunch. Dude, like, the empanadas should, are killer. Yeah, you should just be able to walk into Geodas Park and eat. They got great food. They really do. They have, <laughs> like, I was kind of blown away with the selection. I was like, man, it's pretty awesome. B&A is nice now, too. Like, the, the airport, which I hadn't gone to the airport in they a while. They got a princess out there, too. Yeah. yeah. They're, they're putting us, uh, they're getting a Slim and Huskies. Uh, they got a bunch of shit in there that I was, I was like, oh, shit. Like, I keep wondering how princess uh, makes food so much faster when they're not at princess. <laughs> <laughs> Shit takes a minute if you yeah, go, if to you go to princess. Yeah, <laughs> yeah man. This, I, I just love how how Nashville is, has embraced Nashville culture, cuisine, and culture. Yeah, like yeah, but at the same time, like, is it getting over commercialized? Like, is yeah, it losing but, its charm? You know, yeah, I mean, to a point. Happen. I mean, it's going to happen yeah. eventually. But I mean. I do like so. It used to be like at Titans. It used to be all just generic restaurants everywhere, yeah. and now you have like Daddy's Dogs and Slim yeah. and Huskies and 
stuff like it was Logan's, <laughs> but but stuff like that. You have like actual restaurants in town. I do. Think all Logan's cool. gone now. Is there a Logan's? I think left? most. Uh, there's one by Opry Mills. I, like I'm the Logan's connoisseur. Yeah. Uh, uh, Logan's and Demas is you're the guy. You know. Where all I worked at Logan's. Are. I did work at. I did not get fired from Logan's, but I did well, work. You were at off Logan's. the coast by then, so I was. I, I yeah. kicked the habit. Yeah. <laughs> by the time I got to Logan's, you'd been to rehab, in and I, out of rehab. I kicked you know? the habit by the time I got yeah. to Logan's. <laughs> I think I was actually at Logan's before Demas's. Now okay. that I think about it, it was before your cocaine abuse. Started. Yeah, because after no, because after Demas's, I started bartending on Broadway. So and actually, that's when you started the cocaine. I might have, but yeah. there was. <laughs> No, I never did cocaine. There were a lot of people who did, but there was <laughs> <laughs> just, just not me. Oh, Broadway bartenders? Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, there was a lot. I tell people this all the time. Oh. When Scoop and I first came here, we used to go and shoot pool at Bailey's after. That's where I was. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I we used to go shoot pool at Bailey's after our show at least once a week, and we would pull up on the side of the road and just fucking park on Broadway. You could do it every day. Yeah, and now. There's no way in hell. No, there's a bike yeah. gate there. I was trying people, to thousand people behind it. I was talking. So we, we went to Gucci, uh, Gucci Mane and Jeezy, and I went to Broadway Brew House. I was talking to the bartender about like, I was like, man, it's kind of nice. You guys are like the only place on Broadway without live music. And he's like, I, I like that we are. And, yeah. and like, it was like half full. It wasn't crazy full in there right. or anything. And I was telling him that's how when I worked at Bailey's, I told him, you know, I brought, I was a bartender down there during fanfare and stuff. And it was still called fanfare. Yeah. And um, and it was nuts. It was like just people ordering food all day, yeah. and like all kinds of people from Europe, and they never tip for shit. And then it was it wasn't what it is now. No. So uh, like going down there, it looked like any other day on Broadway. It didn't look that different from anything else, except there were stages. Yeah. Down Broadway. It's, I mean, it's stupid how packed it is down there it's all the time. Fucking ridiculous down there all the time. All the time. I, I used to even my wife's been here for nine years. I think in 2013, we we would meet for lunch and go to the rooftop uh, and eat it. The, it was at the time the only rooftop bar up there, and I forgot. The they fucking, all fucking got one. Yeah, now now the rooftop is Sky. Huh? Was it Sky? No, no, no. Uh, it was. Uh, it was where Big River used to be. Is that oh that down there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So we, we used to eat there for lunch, and I remember the last time we did it, I went and I was parking. I'm not a, I'm not a frugal person. Like I spend money, mm-hmm. but parking was twenty five dollars, and I was gonna like eat, I was gonna be there for maybe forty five minutes, and I'm like, yeah. this is like a dollar a minute. I'll, you know what I mean? Like fifty cents a minute. Like I'm not doing this. And that was the last time we went because it, I it got too crazy, and like we couldn't. I'm we lived like a mile away. I still park for free. I park for free for Jeezy. Nice. <laughs> it's nice. It's, it's nice if you can get it. Yeah. Sure. So I, I parked for, I, I got a spot and uh, yeah, that, that concert. I, so you actually weren't at that show. I just assumed I have, you were I there. I don't, I've been to enough concerts. Really? I don't have to go. I go now. The only time, I, the only concerts I go to. It was a pretty good lineup. Yeah, it was. It, it, I didn't, I didn't go to my own 20th anniversary concert at, uh, <laughs> In December. <laughs> or in, in, Are you in, serious? Okay. Yeah, no, I didn't go. <laughs> so uh, what were they honoring? <laughs> Nobody was there to see me anyway. They were there to see fucking Rod Wave That's and, and Moneybag Yo and all those guys. Moneybag Yo was your 20th anniversary? It was my 20th anniversary concert. It was Moneybag Yo, uh, Rod Wave, Lotto. Uh, I like Moneybag And Lil Durk. Okay. Yeah. Damn, dude. You didn't I was going to go. go. Yeah, I just... So what did they do in your place? 
sing happy birthday? I, I no, know. Know. <laughs> but I, 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 <laughs> they, they came out on stage with a giant <laughs> cake. Like, where's Dolomite? Yeah, where is it? <laughs> Nobody gave a shit. They were there to see the artist. So, so, like, I think, I think with, with a lot of people in my industry, I think people are like, oh, everybody, I, I packed out the Bridgestone with ten thousand people. No, you didn't. Money bag, yo, Rod Wave, Dirk, and Lotte, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, I don't think anybody really missed me. That's again, that's a municipal lineup. <laughs> it, oh, it, we it, we sold. 10,500 tickets to that. Oh, that shit. Was a, that was a Bridgestone lineup. That is a Bridgestone yeah, lineup. Yeah, that's a Bridgestone That show. is a Bridgestone yeah, lineup. This one would have held us. Uh, but yeah, so I, yeah, I didn't go to my own 20th anniversary concert. Did you go to the Keith Sweat show that I is just not. in town? No. No. <laughs> so I was telling Kellett, I was like, I don't know how I feel about me and you going to Keith Sweat together. <laughs> <laughs> Here's, uh, Scoop and I, one time, we, we, when we were 18, 19, we won tickets uh, from a radio station in Atlanta to go to Key Sweat's club in Atlanta at the time. Uh, but it was 21 and up, and we couldn't get in. Does he still have one? I don't think so. He did then, though. Dude, did you see those pictures of him on the, the marketing materials and stuff? No. Uh, I'm like, that son of a bitch has to dye his hair. There ain't no way. Oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He it's hasn't. Beijing shit. He's yeah. got to do that, yeah. right? Yeah, probably, yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's not a single drop of oh, gray yeah, yeah, no, anywhere. Yeah, that's what I was. I was like, man, there's no. Andy's not. He doesn't even have like a receding hairline yet or anything. Yeah. I'm like, nah. Keith Sweat's got to be doing something. You don't have a receding hairline. <laughs> I don't know. That forehead's pretty big, man. Oh. <laughs> I just chopped all mine off. I prefer it this way. This is actually long for me. If I start going that back part and going like Mad Professor, I'm gonna I'm gonna get hair plugs. I don't even give well, two really? shits. Yeah. So that's it's why so, we need that, we need those so- Reese's peanut butter cup sponsorship <laughs> soon. No, you need to you just need to get one of those hair plug sponsorships. I'm gonna see if I can get Demus. <laughs> so your, your spots can be like, man, fuck Demus. But you bring them up every time, so it makes people want blackened chicken. <laughs> makes them now and want then, not, the, not, that not, chicken soup. And yeah, the rolls. yeah, yeah. That's kind of the thing. Yeah, <laughs> we we got one sponsorship from a uh, PTO. We could do that again. Really? Yeah, <laughs> uh, a parent teacher organization. Did you? We did. I just thought that was hilarious. So they were asking for volunteers. (laughs) (laughs) You don't say in in this in this business. You don't say no to anybody. They could literally. Oh, we've had a couple sponsorships. Yeah, somebody could be like, "Hey, I sell crack. Would you promote it?" And you'd be like, "Yeah, the best crack." Yeah, yeah. I, I don't personally partake, but if you want the good shit. If you, you want would, good, crack, this, yeah, you crack, good crack, this is the crack. This is the crack you I want. I mean, obviously, it'd be cocaine for you since that's your drug of choice. 100%. 100%. Mm, without question. <laughs> <laughs> you would be shrooms. You and yeah, mine would be shrooms or ecstasy. Ecstasy, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you did coke with Ted Nugent, though, and that's different. I probably did coke while uh, Stranglehold was playing. That seems like a very coke song. <laughs> I don't even know any of Ted Nugent songs. I only know Stranglehold because it's his best song, and uh, you know, it's funny his best song is the one he doesn't even sing on he has like it's not him or it's fitting you would never know it was him yeah uh uh, and tool does a really good cover it i don't know how much rock music you listen to Uh, not much not much not much i was wondering that too coming to like is there like a genre where you're like "Eh -eh." i don't know much about country uh i don't know much about i know that i know that uh i shout out to uh luke bryan and cole swindell because they both went to Georgia Southern University. No shit. Were, yeah, and Luke, me, Luke Bryan and I went to college together. Did That's not fucking weird. know each other, but what we a weird went, connection. Yeah, we went to college together. That is at the a same weird time. connection. I think he's a couple years older than me, but I mean, we were there at the same time. So his, uh, yeah, he came to. He was at a few of our wrestling matches actually because uh, his kid wrestles. Yeah, 
And uh, the only reason I bring that up is because I love this story. My son beat Jason Priestley's son. Nice. <laughs> Jason Priestley's son lives in. Jason, yeah. That's odd. That's a very Does weird thing Jason to see. Jason Priestley living there? Jason that? Priestley. Why? 90210, Jason Priestley. That one. So, you know, in the part that, that I kicked myself for, I really wish I would have went up to him and be like, hey, you're that guy from Tombstone. <laughs> <laughs> like, not even mention 90210. That's, that's odd. You know, another odd connection between Luke Bryan and I is uh, I made a lot of money in a, in a club called Karma. Yeah. Fucking, our Thursday night party there is legendary. And that is now Luke's 32. Is it really? Yeah. Oh, wow. And we went to college together. You talk about Karma in Nashville? Carmen Nashville, yeah. Off, oh, okay. Off a third. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that was a nice spot. Yeah, it was. We used to. I used. We used to do Thursday nights there. Okay. Yeah, we, we was. A, it was. Didn't a you used to do it like Graham too. Every now and again, Karma okay. was the one that really like uh, we made. We made. It wasn't even that big. It wasn't, but we would. We fit them in there. I remember I went oh. there for. I was looking for a job after Demas, <laughs> and I had this outfit on. And the manager said to me, "He goes, you shop at Express, don't you?" <laughs> I still remember. I'm like, I'm not sure if that was an insult <laughs> or like what what exactly he meant by that. You remember when Kenny Britt got in that got in that yeah issue? That was at Karma on Thursday night. <laughs> I was there. I served uh, Steve McNair the night he got a DUI. Oh man, R.I.P. Yeah, it's coming up actually. It's anniversary yeah, of that. Man. Steve McNair was a, he was a really he was cool as shit. Yeah, he was a great guy, man. Yeah, he was. He was like nice, all always those guys, nice. All those guys, they I, all were super nice. I told this, I told this story to Eddie George when I had him on uh, a couple years ago, and I was like, when when Scoob and I got here in 01, Eddie George was on the fucking cover, of Madden. Like he was the man. He was that guy. Yeah. And I remember he DJed, and um, the first time I met him, somebody introduced us. He was like, he was like, hey man, I'm gonna come get some vinyl from you one day, and I was like, cool. I thought he was just bullshit. He's really into that. Yeah, we changed two ways, and Eddie George two way. I just remember thinking like, holy shit, like Eddie George is fucking like actually hit me up. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. actually contacted me. I was just starstruck. Eddie was uh, he was super nice. Uh, so I've seen him too because his son wrestles. Yeah, and uh, he's still a monster, but he hasn't aged a minute. No, Eddie George. Eddie George looks like he could line up, suit up, and play tomorrow. Absolutely. Yeah. So Curse was super cool. Bullock was my guy. I was gonna say Bullock. I met Keith Bullock at Bar uh, Bar Twenty Four. What was that? Twenty Three. Bar Twenty Three. Yeah. Why well, was like Twenty Four? Bar Twenty Three. It was actually sitting right next to me, standing at the bar. Was uh, Pac Man right after he got drafted? And he was like shorter than me. I got a Pac Man story for you. Uh, he was talking to this smoking girl, yeah. and I remember I leaned over and I was like, "Looks like she's Rookie of the Year." And he goes, "My man, he bought me a beer." <laughs> Pac-Man and I, we, we were at, uh, shout out my guy DJ Crisis and, and, and Black Robin, and they, they used to do this party on uh, on 3rd Avenue at this place called The Rhythm Kitchen, and uh, it's a huge night, it's a Thursday night, and Pac-Man, I went in one night, and Pac-Man was in VIP, and I was, Pac-Man and I knew each other, we knew yeah. of each other, we didn't like, like I had Pac-Man's phone number, right? Right, right. So, Pac was like, uh, I was like, let's let's get a bottle of Goose for the for the section, and uh, he was like, cool. So we like ordered a bottle. And I was trying to pay him my half, and he was just like, wouldn't take any money from him. I'm like, no, dude, like, come on. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm, I, yeah, come I'd on. say like, this, I, yeah. I, he wouldn't let me. And then, so like, we passed out a couple glasses, whatever. It's a huge bottle. And there's probably three fourths of it left. And he was like, you and I are going to kill this. And I said, oh, shit. I said, Pac, I'm not going to do that. Like, I'm, I'm, he was like, no, we're going to take it to the head. And I was like, no, I, I'm seriously. I'm not gonna do this with you. Like, I don't. I don't know what to tell you. Like, I'm, 
I'm not going to do that. And he was like, yeah. So he turns it up. A bottle of the goose was taking it to the head and then came down and he handed me the bottle. And I was like, bro, like, I'm not, I'm not doing this. That's wrong. And he was upset with me visibly. And I gave him the bottle back and then he turned up and drank the rest of it. Holy shit. I was like, this dude is fucking. Dude, I can't drink straight vodka. Mad period. Like, it did not taste good. No. It does not taste good. It's terrible, but not that's me. nuts. Could yeah. he tell a difference in them? No. He was just like nothing yeah. had happened. Like nothing had happened. God dang. Yeah, no, he was, he was, he, yeah. He was, uh, you know, I, I think a lot of people don't realize how special of a talent he was. No, he, too. I mean, he stayed in the league for years. Long he played in Cincinnati for time. a long time. Long time. He got his shit together and played in Cincinnati for a long time. He was a fair. hell of a player. Yeah. But uh, I still wish we would have drafted uh, Aaron Rodgers over him. But <laughs> yeah, that could have worked out. <laughs> that could have worked out. I wish the Falcons out. never traded Brett Favre, but you know. Did they really? Yeah. We had Brett Favre and we traded him because the coach didn't like him. Glenville didn't like him. I also wish we would have taken uh, Aaron Donald. A little guy, I don't know if you heard of him. His name's Aaron Donald. He seems we, okay. We drafted uh, Jake Matthews ahead of him. Well, you know who uh, Titans drafted Kevin Dyson over Randy Moss? <sighs> stuff. Yeah, it was only like a three. Dyson, Dyson did the Music City Miracle, though. We wouldn't need it if we had <laughs> Randy Moss. <laughs> Fair enough. Wouldn't have needed any of that yeah. shit if we had Randy Moss. <laughs> Straight cash, homie. All right, well, thank you for coming on. I hey, appreciate man, it. Um, you got anything you'd like to plug? Uh, my podcast, you can check that out right now. The Dolo White Podcast. It's, it's a um, little more serious than I am on the radio or on this podcast. Uh, a little we, bit. Yeah, we, we tackle some issues and we talk about shit, which I, which I think is cool. And then, of course, check me out on the radio, 101 to Beat, uh, and social media, Dola White 101, D-O-L-E-W-I-T-E 101. And I do. I highly recommend the podcast. It's it's not very long. It's short yeah. excerpts, short burst, um, but it's a good way to start your day and just listen to something different. Uh, it, you always have really creative, interesting topics and guests. Uh, it, it's not very cookie cutter which i do appreciate that oh man i appreciate you saying so, that yeah. i really do yeah. all right set it to auto if you don't do anything else set it to auto download and never listen to it because <laughs> that does Even help if you hate that it that does, does help. help yes yeah that does help. yes it does so yeah do that all right take care god bless i appreciate it